most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 I barely got it. Yeah, you did barely get here. But yeah, I was like I was like 20 seconds in front of you, though. I ain't even gonna lie. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's, it's hard. Things happen. It's Friday. And my back been hurting for two days for no goddamn reason. Well, I know it's the, I know the reason. What's the reason? I'm 40. Oh. You just wake up with those little aches and pains every now and then. You gotta stretch, man. You gotta stretch. You gotta stretch Before you have out. sex, you gotta stretch. You gotta, oh, and you, you know gotta plan having, those things there. I've, I've been having a lot of sex because my wife is, uh, she thinks she's doing two weeks, two, uh-huh. two three weeks. So, you know, I've been softening that cervix with my semen. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a dope title for an album. I don't know why. Softening cervix with the semen. Well, I still offer my services to you and your wife. Man, shut up. If you, uh, you know, I've, I've had five kids, so if you need delivery tips or you need me to pop the baby out, I got you. Mm, we good. You sure? I'm pretty sure I got it. Okay. My, well, my, my, semen, sure. my semen is softening the cervix just the right way. Okay. Hopefully we have a nice vaginal birth, not a C-section. I hate those. Okay. It's not like I'm the one getting cut open, but you know, hate seeing my baby get cut open like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. All right. Well, today is, uh, we got a lot of people stopping through this morning. Because we are celebrating yes. uh, the special preview of Little Rel's sitcom. Drop on the clues bombs for Little Rel. Littorell is a comedian who has a sitcom that's coming on Fox. It premieres this Sunday. After football. After football. That's right. I don't know exactly what time that is. Me neither, but just after the game. But after the game. Right. And so all of y'all that are fake boycotting, y'all will know what time it is because y'all will know what time the game is over. A lot of fake boycotts going on because yesterday I saw the timeline light up. Everybody talking about Colin Kaepernick's commercial that right, right, right. premiered during the game. But I'm like, wait a minute. How are all of y'all seeing this in real time if y'all boycotting? See, you know, this is the thing. You can't. I, see, I thought about this, right? Mm-hmm. You want to boycott, but then you want to support the players that are actually playing that have to, you know, support their families. If you support Nike the way you su- say you support Nike, and Nike is the official sponsor of the NFL, meaning that they have to check on all the jerseys and all that other good stuff and the cleats and whatnot, you got to kind of watch, right, if you support Nike, right? Yeah. I'm confused about this. I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all better figure it out by Sunday. No, nah, I'm not. Because I had every plan to boycott. But if we ain't boycotting, let me know. Nah, I'm taking my son to the like game to watch on, my, on Sunday. I'm taking Logan to the game on Sunday. Oh, okay. I'm taking Logan I'm to the asking. game on Sunday. So. I'm just trying to figure this out. I was. I was. I was. And then Nike, you know. Nike did what they did. They did. And they the sponsor the NFL. Right. And y'all watching the game last night, watching the Cap commercial. If they're going to have more Cap commercials during the Cowboys game, I'm watching the Cowboys on I Sunday. Would I just, somebody got to tell me something. I'm with All you. Right? But anyway, my man Lowell show uh, premieres this Sunday. After football. After football. So we have the executive producer of the show. Yes, Gerald Carmichael stopping through. Yes, and uh, Little Rel's co-star, somebody who I thoroughly enjoy, my partner, my friend, Miss 
Jess Hilarious yes. will be here this morning. Jess as well, Hilarious too. will be joining us this morning. So we yes. got a packed show, and there's a fight over the weekend as well. Yes, Sean Porter and Danny Garcia fight at the Barclays so tomorrow. We'll keep, so Sean Porter will be stopping through before his fight. Loaded show, man. Loaded show. That's what the Breakfast Club is for. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. We got front page news. We'll tell you about football last night. Also, a whole bunch of other stuff. I haven't really checked it because I just walked in, but we'll get it together. We winging it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the NFL season kicked off last night. The Falcons playing the Eagles in Philly. The Eagles come off with that win 18-12. to 12. And I'm serious. Are we boycotting or not? Because y'all be having some fake boycotts going on. Because literally, I'm looking at my Twitter last night. Mm-hmm. My timeline explodes. Everybody starts talking about this Cap commercial, that this Colin Kaepernick commercial that played during the game. And I'm sitting there wondering, like, how y'all seeing this in real time if y'all boycotting the game? I was I was going to boycott, and then Nike did what Nike did, and I feel like I got to support Nike. I got to feel like oh. I got to support the players that are out there trying to support their families. Nike so. just out here winning on both sides. Mm-hmm. Nike sponsors the NFL. They, right. You know, they sponsor all the uniforms and the cleats and stuff, and they gave, you know, Colin Kaepernick a situation over there. So they, 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 they playing both sides. They yeah. Got, they getting all the money. Well, you remember last week I tell you about this homely, uh, this homeless veteran that uh, – he was on the street, and a, and a couple seen him, and they raised some money on a GoFundMe, and they raised, I think they tried to raise $7,500 and wound up raising $400,000. Okay. Well, they only gave him $20,000 because they believed he was using the money for drugs. Typical mistreatment of a veteran. All right, but he got he got lawyered up. He lawyered up, and he actually— How does, hell the, home, how does the homeless veteran afford lawyers? Well, they're probably taking—they probably did it for free, or they're probably taking a third of what they're getting. Mm-hmm. So he lawyered up, and he the judge said that he is owed that $400,000. Yes. He has to go to drug addiction uh, programs and participate in a month-long rehab program. But after he's finished, they have to give him that $400,000. So they're saying they're going to do an investigation on that couple to make sure that that couple actually has that money and is not spending that money. So what was the couple planning to do since they weren't planning to give him the money? What were they planning to do with the bread? Like, you can't just use this man and his situation to raise money and then say, nah, I'm not going to give it to you. Nah, well, they got to give it to him now. They haven't said what the couple was going to do. Do with the money, but now the couple has to come up with that money. It was they actually raised four hundred and two thousand dollars. Well, drop one of clues bonds for that veteran. Finally, a veteran gets treated right in this country. Because I can't stand all you fake patriots who get so mad at people taking the knee and saying they're disrespecting the flag, but you disrespect your your veterans every day when they walk up to your car for change. You act like you don't even see them. Mm. All right, so salute to that veteran. Get your money. Absolutely. Now, eighteen-year-old black man was handcuffed and detained by Wisconsin police uh, after him and his grandmother were leaving church. Now, the grandmother's white. He's black. They say a black man seen him and thought the black brother was actually robbing the grandmother. I can see where the confusion is. <laughs> wow, wow, how? How can you can see where the confusion is? You just described it to me perfectly. Why? I can, why? He, I can he, see where the confusion is. He was in the car with his grandmother. Some black guy seen him and called the police. I can see where the confusion lies. My goodness. <laughs> oh, a black guy called the police on him? Yes, a black guy. All right, so a black guy thinking like, what? Looking out for the white woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. That's wrong. A man didn't do nothing. Well, the police so he got profiled by another black person. He sure did. Oh, Lord. Throw the whole planet away. He sure did. Well, the police actually pulled him over, and the grandmother was like, this is my grandson. Come out with your hands up. Face away from us. Everything okay? This is my grandson. That's your grandson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I apologize for that guy not knowing what he was talking about. I'm, I'm sure. He's I got had... two old white ladies in a car with a black kid, and makes an assumption. Well, he was black as well, so I don't know. Oh, my know. God. <laughs> well, then it's even worse. That's why when you, if you're an old white woman 
You got a young black man in the car with you, or a black man in the car with you, make him drive. <laughs> don't make him drive. drive. <laughs> if you don't make him drive, My you're going to have these problems, right? We all seen driving Miss Daisy back in the day. Goodness gracious. All right, come on now. Well, the officers did apologize to the young brother, and this is here's the apology. Well, I'm guessing what this sounds like is a really big misunderstanding, and I'm not exactly quite sure what's going on, but the officers that uh, actually, the reason we stopped you is somebody told them something about what was going on in that car. So I don't know what they saw that they perceived was going on. So we got we to gotta do better as people. You can't be mad at the officers, though. I mean, that's a hot tip. No, when a black a guy tip. calls out to rat out another black guy and he says, "Look, man, it's this white woman that may be in trouble. <laughs> one of our own, <laughs> one of our own is traveling with her. It looks suspicious. Can you think about that? If you two white cops and a black person calls you to say that something looks suspicious, two white, two, two white, white women with a women black guy, with a black guy in the back, and you're like, wait a minute, are you black? Yeah, I'm black. And you calling to report another black person and you saying it looks suspicious? It must really be suspicious. Mm-hmm. You're lucky that black man ain't get shot down with them two white women because of them two brothers that called the police on him. My brother that called the police on him. My goodness. But just a pro tip. If you're an old white woman and you got a black man with you, let him drive. My All goodness. right, you won't have no problems. And that's front okay. page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, or maybe you just feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Oh, hey, it's Liz. I can't believe I got through. I call every day and I never get through. Well, you threw this morning on this Friday. Good morning, Liz. Where you calling from? Um, calling from Ohio. Okay, get it off your chest. Hey, I just want to say I am blessed today. Uh, everybody's got issues, but I recently have an issue where I'm losing all my hair. I've got a zero fade, but I tell you what, I still feel blessed. Why are you losing your I- hair? being tested for some stuff but i think it's stress so i need to learn to deal with that but everybody's got issues and for anybody who has hair loss issues out there you know what go bald go proud you're living every day that's right baby i like your attitude because i always tell people if you take your problems and put them in a bucket next to somebody else's problems you'll see their problems and probably snatch yours back absolutely yeah and i used to say it's just hair but i understand it's very emotional when you lose your hair but you know what? It was so empowering to get my head shaved. Oh, my gosh. That's okay. how I feel two times a week when oh I go get my head shaved, baby. All right. Yeah. And, and don't forget, a lot of women go through it, especially after pregnancy. A lot of women lose their hair. They have shots. If you go to a dermatologist, I believe like a cortisone shot that can actually help with your hair. But good luck. Oh, and Je- uh, Jess Hilarious will be here this morning. She got a good hair tip for you, too, on how to get your hair right. Right. I thought she was using Miracle Drops, but Jess not using Miracle Drops. She got something else. Hello, who's this? What up, though? This 18. What up, though? Detroit, get it off your chest, bro. Hey, actually, I'm in Ohio, but, uh, oh. hey, man, I'm pissed off, man, because uh, I was off yesterday, you know what I mean, and I drive a truck. And um, I, when I got off, I filled up my truck to the brim, cleaned up my truck, you know what I mean? And I get in my truck today, it's full of trash and cups, three-quarters of the tank of gas in here. Somebody that been smoking in here now, when I uh, turn on the air conditioning, it just smells like cigarettes, like a... Like somebody cheap hotel or something. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. But don't lend out your truck, brother. Man, I don't lend out my... It's, it's my job. Somebody oh. loading somebody else in my truck. You know what I mean? It's my work truck. It's like my office. You know what I'm saying? I got to ride around and smell cigarette smoke coming through my ashtray all day. Or hey, coming man. through my uh, vent all day. It could be worse. You could have sat in that seat and felt something warm and sticky. 
That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It could be worse. <laughs> yeah, I guess I got to look at the bright side. Look at there the bright go. side, well, Have man. a great day, bro. It's Friday. Hello. No, seriously, somebody sat in their car today and sat in some semen. You didn't. Y'all got to start looking at the bright side of life. Uh, hello, who's this? Hey, it's AJ from Brooklyn. You ain't sitting no semen this morning, did you? <laughs> nah, 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 not this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yesterday. Well, get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, yeah, I just want to get off my chest because me and my brother and my two friends, we were standing out in front of our church last night, and these two cops in plain clothes roll up on us talking about we look suspicious just coming out of our church. And we just like we just came from fixing the church, and I'm like, yo, what's going on? And mind you, we were in regular clothes, and then one of them started going off some static, like started going off my brother, like, oh, so we can't come in here and just pull up on you guys and see what's going on. You guys are suspicious. I'm like, yo, we full black people just coming from church. We just standing here under the light. Like, what's going on, bro? So I just had to get it off my chest because he was just going hard for no reason. His partner just standing there, not even calming him down, just looking at us like, like you know what uh, it is what it is. So, so you know, it could have went either way. But thank goodness that they walked out and they closed the gate. But that was some crazy stuff going well, on. Cl- well, clearly y'all look safe. like heathens. Y'all look like y'all. <laughs> clearly y'all look like y'all don't belong in nobody's church. Sir. My goodness, that's crazy. <laughs> well, have a good okay. morning, bro. Be safe. That's, out that's there. what happens when y'all keep listening to the pastor talk about come as you are. <laughs> Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Chantel. How are you guys doing? Hey, Chantel. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Well, I am so blessed. I called up here before and told you all about my son being accepted into middle school, and he's going off. So he's leaving in a couple of weeks, and I'm so excited. Congratulations to him. Nice. Thank you so much. Charlemagne, I got a question for you. Yes, baby. I know you talk about mental health all the time. Now, his father was in his life, but he wasn't. So... He has a lot of things that he really needs to get off his chest, but he doesn't, and he just kind of keeps it all bobbled up, and I do want to let him go and talk to somebody, but how do you do that without them trying to push medication? Just trying to push him to what? Medication. Oh, no, I'm, I go see a therapist every week, and I'm not on no medication. Like, what you said is very important. Yeah, sometimes you, know, just, but the, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. I know. That's what I want to get him to do, but I don't want them to be how to force him to take it. Like, how do you... Take him to, take him to a therapist. Yeah, take him to a therapist. Take him to, take, take him to a regular therapist. Therapists don't uh, prescribe medication. I don't think so. Don't quote me on that. But just take him to a therapist. Okay. Yeah, just somebody that he needs to, to talk to. You know, vent a little bit. Get some things off his chest. Oh, spiritual spiritual advisors are good, too. Absolutely. Spiritual advisors are great. Find a local pastor if you don't want to take him to a therapist. Hello, who's this? Hi, DJ Envy. Hey, what's up? Who's this? It's Jasmine. How are you doing? Hey, Jasmine. Get it off your chest, mama. Well, I just want to say today I'm blessed. Um, I'm alive. I woke up this morning. I'm on my way to work. My family's blessed. Me and hubby are good. I just have two questions for you. Go, shoot. Well, how old were you when you proposed to your wife? I was 22. 22. Okay. All right. That gives me hope because I'm 24 now, and me and me and babe, we're ready. But, you know, there's always people in your ear saying, oh, you're too young, and, you know, you have more time to live and everything. But, you know... Ask, ask me how old I was. Ask, ask Charlamagne how old he ask was. Ask me how old I was. I don't know how old you were, Charlamagne. <laughs> I know you was out there dying, so. Thank you, Mama. Good luck. But it's, it's just enjoy, enjoy life. Enjoy your hubby, man. Just just enjoy it, man. I, I knew what I had, and I didn't want to lose it. So. All right. I understand. Thank you. I knew what I had, and I didn't want to lose it either. It took me 17 years to realize that. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it, is it tell him why you mad? You put your seatbelt on? Oh, uh, yeah, but my uh, seatbelt blinker thing is messed up. It's actually on, but my I got to take the fuse out. All right, man, get it off your chest, bro. Man, I'm actually, I'm kind of mad, but I'm not mad, but we just worked over at work. It took me a good money for me, but at the end of the day, man, I got to meet with my son's mom in, in a couple hours. And I gotta be back at work tomorrow. Man. What's wrong with meeting with your son's mom? You make it seem like you gotta meet with the devil. Nah, she's actually in a good space. Actually, we're actually in a good space. Actually, it's just man, it's too early for all that, man. I just can't get off from work at six o'clock. I got to meet with her. Everybody you need to appreciate their baby moms this morning. If you don't, just go to Nas's Instagram and read what he said about Khalees. Yeah. All right. That'll make, say? that'll make you appreciate your baby mama. All right. Well, we'll talk about that in the rumors. I ain't see it yet, but we're going to figure it out. Also, Nicki Minaj, she's giving away money for a good cause. We'll tell you about that when we come back as well. Get it off your chest and don't forget, Jess Hilarious will be joining us this morning yes. and Gerard Carmichael because today is Rail Day. Yeah, we're celebrating a uh, special preview of Little Rail that comes on this Sunday on Fox After Football. All right. So keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Rumors on the way. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Nicki Minaj yesterday on her Queen's radio, she was talking about Jeffrey Owens and how people were making fun of him. And she did something that I thought was so positive. She actually says she's given him $25,000. That man is now getting so many opportunities. I personally want to donate on behalf of Queen Radio $25,000 to Jeffrey Owens today. This man is a whole f***ing legend in these streets. Listen, uh, drop on the clues for Nicki Minaj. Absolutely. I had to think for a second, is Jeffrey Owens a whole legend? A uh, whole legend is a strong, strong title. Now, I, I will give him legendary status because he was on the Cosby, Cosby show, right. but I can't give him whole legend status because I didn't even know his whole name until this week. I know him as Elvin, which is legendary. Yes, it is. He's, but, le- but, he's legendary but, on the Cosby but show. But you're legendary when you say, hey, that's Malcolm Jamal Warner, Theo Huxtable. That's Lisa Bonet, Denise Huxtable. I know your real government name right. and your, your name on television. You're a whole legend. I give Jeffrey Owens legend status, not whole legend status. But not only that, he also accepted Tyler Perry's offer. You remember Tyler Perry made yes. him an offer? Yes. Yeah, man, I offered him a job. Listen, he can come work with me any day. I, I, let me tell you something. I have so much respect for artists who hustle in between because all sometimes it doesn't come uh, uh, right away. I've had so many jobs when I was trying to get my grind up, man, and get this company and this studio built. I worked my ass off to get here, right? So to see him working in between, I don't care if it was Trader Joe's or Popeye's, that's the measure of a man. And that is the measure of a true artist doing what he has to do to support and take care of his family in between. I agree with mm. him. I agree with him wholeheartedly. Listen, man, uh, Genesis 50-20, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. Okay? Drop one of the clues bombs for Jeffrey Owens, damn it. Absolutely. All right? Shout out to Tyler Perry, too, for offering him that, that job. Y'all be talking about God working mysterious ways. There ain't nothing mysterious about it. Not at all. <laughs> okay? There's Not nothing mysterious about it. You see a blessing when you see one. Mm-hmm. That's what Jeffrey Owens got. Now, Nas, we got to talk Nas now. Nas did like a, I guess it was like an epic Instagram confessional where he talks about Khalees. So I'm going to read, it was... Nasir Jones is a whole legend. That's right. And I didn't appreciate any of these uh, posts. Now, these were, this was seven posts. I'm not going to read them because they're pretty long, so I'm just going to go through a part of them. So yesterday, Nas posted this. Today, I got a call from Essence about my ex-wife doing another sad, fictitious story. Nothing surprises me anymore, including this. This is what your life has become to, sis. 
exploiting some people's real struggle and pain just to get at me, to get attention, fame, another fight against men. Now, he says, I should have ignored the signs from you from your first song and video, I Hate You So Much Right Now, but I thought you were beautiful. You came into my life at a time I was grieving for my mom's passing. You were a friend because of what I wanted to marry you, and I did. And we had a big, lavish wedding. Overall, there was too many good times. You're not going to read all seven of these. No, I'm not. I'm just going to take parts. He then apologizes for not being faithful and blames it on his maturity. He says, I have to say, I wasn't the most faithful husband. I was immature. I'm sorry about that. But you bumped your your own head, sis. Why do I have to live through a constant divorce? It didn't work out. Life goes on. I'm not coming back to you. Now, uh, that's, I'm going to skip through some of the parts. Now, in part four, he talks about uh, Khaleesi's behavior. He says, you used to turn my phone off so my professionals couldn't reach me and take the battery. You assaulted any and everyone who ever was around me. Not a single person in my life loved or could even stand you. Luckily for you, our assistants all signed NDAs, or you would have a list of men and women who would happily talk about how verbally abusive and evil you were. He says he doesn't talk. He didn't talk to Steve Stout and his uh, brother because of that. Now, also, he says uh, he he, took, he responds to him hitting her. He says, "I do not beat women. I did not beat up my ex-wife. Stop. You got beat up in court. How much money do you want? Do you want me to relinquish my rights to see my son? Is that what you want? Just tell me. After all the tweets and posts you made through the years disrespecting me and my family, I still have love for you as the mother of my child." But I'm done with this. And then he closes out. This is my truth. And I don't care what else she has left to say unless it concerns our son. This is the first and last time I'm addressing this. Despite all of this, I still hope for the best for her because what's best for her is what's best for night. Oh, I can't wait till Angelique comes back. Jesus Christ. Listen. <laughs> what? Uh, what? I, I, you died ready. Uh, but okay. It was seven uh, parts. My God. Listen, I appreciate the vulnerability from Nas, uh, but put it in a song. All right. I'm not, he wants to. He uh, wanted to. He wanted to express his feelings. What's wrong with that? I'm not used to seeing Nas like this. I didn't read all of those Instagram posts, but uh, I have heard that story before because Nas sounds like every other homie I got with baby mama drama. Simple as that. Yeah, but it's been a long time. They haven't been together in how long? 10 years? Well, Over 10 years? You know what's changed in 10 years? What? Nas's bank account. Nas's bank account keeps getting bigger and bigger. But that has nothing to do with yes, her. Yes, it does. You why? know why? Because, not... because she can get more money. Can so you? every time Nas does a big deal and his name is attached to a billion dollar deal, which we've seen twice already. She wants more bread. That's all. Mm-hmm. And and, if, and you want more bread, but you're not letting me see my child? So, yes, I got to take you to court to try to get custody of my son. Yeah, and, you don't, and that's probably pissing her off. You don't ever see Nas like that. So the fact that Nas has been this open means it's really bothering her. It's time for eat the part two, Nas. Nah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna eat the police. No, Nas here. It's time for eat the part two. He's not gonna eat the police. It's time for eat the part two. All right, we've had enough. All right, enough is enough. All right, all right. It's all right. time for eat the part two. No. All right. And that is your rumor report. Now, come on. F. Khalees. Stop it. Come on. Hit the gunshot. Come on, come on. Stop F. Khalees. Come on, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. All right. Can you take t- turn this off now? Can we change directions? Can, it's Wusa out of that. Woo-sa. You the one decided to Woo-sa. read all of that. I don't even You the one that teased it. You the one that brought up. I didn't even see it. I was talking to somebody on the phone. Come on, on let's air. Woo-sa. I let's Wusa. Let's Wusa. Wusa. I'm fine. All right. Now, let's move on. <laughs> yes. Today is Rail Day. Today is Little Rail Day because uh, Little Rail's show, uh, the Rail Show, is having a special preview this Sunday after football on Fox. So mm-hmm. we have uh, Gerard Carmichael, he's the executive producer of the show. He'll be here this morning. But Little Rail's co-star, one of the most requested guests uh, on the Breakfast Club of the last three years. That's correct. 
my homie, Jess Hilarious. Drop one of the clues bonds for Jess Hilarious. That's right. We're going to kick it with Jess Hilarious when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. My partner. Just hilarious. Jessica Robin Moore. That's yo, right. yo, yo. <laughs> What's up, Lennon? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, Dad? How are you, Jess? Man, I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here. Finally. Yes, for everybody. Finally, what the hell happened? A couple times. Listen, everybody's always requesting Jess Hilarious for years now. Yo. And I've been wanting to get Jess up here. She fronted on me a couple times. No, no, no. You, you, you canceled me for Bow Wow. (laughs) Did you? I was like Bow Wow. Wow. Yeah, like not like Lord Bow Wow, like who he is now, Bow Wow. Wow. I was like, yo, for real. Like, what the hell? Why? I mean, not why, because, you know, I love you, Bow Wow. But damn, like, not, I, I don't want to be canceled for nobody, yo. I'm why? coming up. But just how did you get into comedy? How did you get into what you do now? What just, was the start? Just doing what I do now, honestly. I had a, um, I had a nine-to-five job when I started doing videos on Instagram back when it was 15 seconds. That's when I started. And um, On Vine? I ain't do Vine, but I came in on Instagram, and I was just sitting at my desk job because I was a PRP counselor for kids. But... That I didn't want to work for nobody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I wasn't lazy. I just didn't want to work for nobody. So I was like, man, I think I can jump into comedy. I can do this. And then I just tried stand-up. And then that's when Nick Cannon had reached out um, after he saw me defend myself against Corey Holcomb. Mm-hmm. And then he brought me on the show. And then I did that. Then I started doing um, stand-up. And then Martin hit me. I don't Martin know. That Lawrence? was the first. Martin, Ma- Martin. Martin Lawrence. Really? Yes, Martin. Yeah, hey, he Martin hit from me. Baltimore, though? Martin is from, he's not from Baltimore. He's from DMV. He's from Maryland, but okay, he's not okay. from Baltimore. Um, clo- he's closer to DC. And um, he didn't even call me to open up for him. He called me because he was doing, he was like writing this play or something like that. He wanted to do some work with me. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I grew up on you. Like, yeah. So then he ca- we hung up. He called me back like an hour later, like, you know, I'm on tour, right? And I'm coming to Baltimore. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, how would you like to open up for me? And I'm like, you asked him? Oh, yeah, I want to open up for you. So he was like, how long you been doing stand-up? And, yo, this he going to see this, and he going to know I lied. Because um, <laughs> I didn't want him to like be like, oh, never mind. I had only did stand-up maybe like three or four times before he hit me. Mm-hmm. And, yo, I was like, I've been doing it for like a couple years, you know what I'm saying? Lying. Finesse, you got to do what Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I didn't want him to be like, nah, never mind. And I went up there, he gave me 10 minutes. And I killed it, killed it in front of like what thirteen thousand people, mm-hmm. Royal Farms Arena, man. I killed. That was the first night. Like I really was like, I can do this. This is yeah. Oh, I think we speeding a little bit because how'd you build your social media following? Was it just through the jokes? Just yeah, just people? them fifteen second videos, me being relatable, going through stuff every day, and yeah. just um not trying to be funny, not doing skits, but just doing commentary on everyday life. What was that moment where everybody was just like eyes on you? Um. I don't even. I, I want to say not even when I got on Wild and Out, it wasn't like that. It nah. Was that all right, man. I know it wasn't like that. All right. They didn't use you right on Wild. Nah, nah, they didn't. They didn't. I, well, I think my comedy is a little bit too raw for that family show too. But that's what killed me about Wild and Out, yo. Nick always be like, it's a family show. It's a family show. But everything is. I'm gonna put my d- in your. You know what I'm saying like it's always like them rappers. They be going so hard, but it's supposed to be a family yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like I, I think he, you know, he used that to his advantage a lot. But then we get on there, we in the rap battle, and everything is about she this and I did your girl, and now she my girl and all that, you know. But I didn't really live up to the capacity, my capacity of funny on that show yeah. for real, because I'm I'm raw. I'm not raw all the time, but I just didn't fit right with 
you know, with that. that that's not my style of comedy. Is everybody out. free game? Like, you go at anybody, yeah, doesn't matter? Yeah, anybody. You know what I'm saying? I get a lot of flack about that. I get a lot of heat back at me, but... I mean, doing stuff that's gonna make you talk about a woman. You talk about me, you. though. You went. That's yeah. what. That's when I think. That, that's, that was, okay, that's so what, that was then, the yeah. one. That to was the point. Yeah. yeah the meat joint go. was the one to me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. I mean, did y'all see what he had on me? He had on like capris. <laughs> then, then the man purses weren't really like popping like in the hood like right, right, that. Right. For you to like, damn, you ride bikes and I can't have you pulling up. You know what I mean? Like with the man purse on and, and the and the capris. Did you, you ever go to after that? No, no. Actually, listen. I actually, Philly goes so hard for him. They was like, "You better not come. You better not come to Philly. <laughs> Don't come to Philly now." It, it was a couple people like, "She can come here," and I'm like, "Are y'all you, gonna be there? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all gonna be there when I come up there?" Because you know, like, you got pick and choose your battles wisely. And I, I'm still a girl at the end of the day. And so I remember something about somebody saying like, "He uh, he said he was gonna pay his little sister to get you." So I'm like. I ain't never, all right, I'm going to go up there. But then my mom was like, mm, nah, don't, don't, don't be tough right now. Like, I think that's not, so so I was like, all right, you know what? So I actually pushed back my shows. I did it smart. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? People crazy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I pushed back my shows. Then when I heard he got locked up, I was like, oops, I'm ready to go up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as soon as he got locked up, I went up there. Did like, all your shows how are you at the like ten shows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the five days. But the people yep. who are gonna touch you aren't Meek, so they gonna still, they know, still out. Still, they, yeah, but he was in jail, so everybody was quiet. Meek will see you now. Meek will give you a hug and be actually, like, "Actually, yeah." When love. he came home, I actually DM'd him. I was like, "Man, I'm still going to come for your head, but I'm glad that you home. You know, I, I love you. I love your music. Whatever, whatever, whatever." And he was like, "Yeah," and it, it was like, "Yeah, he cool. You cool. Thank you. Thank you for that." Or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. When, uh, it was cool. Well, what about other celebrities? Because now that you're in the industry, how you feel when you run into these celebrities you've been talking about? I mean, I feel like, what's up? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just, I'm mad. I'm a comedian. A lot of people forget that. And I just be like, man, if you just stop, if people just stop trying to be offended about everything, it'll make it easier to laugh at the shit I say. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't intentionally hurt people like I don't you know to bully people I don't do that it's just it's laughter about everything I make fun of myself like what the hell like I we I'm seen dirt, the picture you know with you in no wig yeah yeah and my hair actually grew you know <laughs> since then you know what get, you been using getting a little thicker rice water rice, rice water. water yeah I don't look man it's the Japanese way man you got a bowl of rice right then <laughs> oh my the, 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 you take the rice out and the water from the rice you gotta like condition your hair with it and it works that Works. I do that all the time. What made you post that picture? <laughs> Yo, what made me post that was like guys, and there's more guys now than ever talking about females' wigs and all of that. Mm -hmm. They make you. They they say, oh, we want natural, but when we show y'all, it's it's a problem. Y'all talk about the wigs, but y'all don't want to see a girl without the wig. You know what I'm saying? I just like for people to embrace what they really look like. And everybody was coming at me. They would never ever do that. They would never do it. You would never take your wig off. Like, a girl would never take her wig off. That's that's your most, that's when you're the most, like, you feel you ugly. But I ain't ugly. I mean, that's I ain't ugly. I just, I like the show. There's nothing wrong with just putting yourself out there. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. People put themselves out there all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I feel like I'm, I look good either way. That's what makes you so, bulletproof, too, when you constantly absolutely. show them that, that vulnerability. They can't use yeah. it against you. Yeah, never, never. Did you want to DC Young Fly five minutes though, because he was he was he was roasting you for a minute. Yo, he 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 did, he did. Yo, I honestly feel like I I don't think 
I lost, but I, if I didn't prove, if I didn't show that he only got two pair of pants, I would have lost that. <laughs> I would have lost that if I, yo, if he, yo. $4,000, though. No, they not. They in H&M. Stop playing. <laughs> nah, they not, no, nah, nah, no, they not. All right, we got more with Jess Hilarious. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here. Charlamagne? Everybody got mad at you back in the day because you took uh, naked pics with your son. Why do people have such an issue with that? Man, I I don't know. I guess, I mean, but it's cool. White people do it. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I saw. It was a lot of, and then it, it's stuff that's even worse than that. Like, my son wasn't naked. I was. And then it wasn't even the photo shoot between me and him. It, was, it started off just as my photo shoot. And then I would have, I take I would take him everywhere with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't always have somebody to watch him. So I did the photo shoot. He was on the side playing with his phone. And then he had got a ball. And he threw the ball at me while I was taking pictures. And so I was like, come in. And then the, the photographer never stopped shooting. Mm-hmm. So um, he came over and I was like, let's do a couple pictures with him. And then I did a couple pictures. And I like I liked how they turned out. And I posted them. And... I, mean, I got a lot of negative feedback, but then here come a person like Corey Holcomb and said something about my son being gay and I'm a black whore and all of that. You don't even know me, so that's when I went in his head. Like, because you don't know me. I don't care where you from or what you've been doing and how long you've been in comedy and all your fans. I will, man, don't play with me. Like, when it come, with my, when it come down to my son... Or whatever. Take I take all of that, but like that really that's what really got me. From that picture out there. he said your son was gay. Yeah, yeah. He had tweeted that? it. I didn't get I don't understand how he come to that yeah, conclusion. Yeah, and that's why TMZ was like, yo, and they they called him up and he was like, um, I roasted him for three days straight after that. I ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like y'all just I don't even want to relive it. But yeah, I, I I got in his ass. So y'all not cool at all now. I mean, I hear like through the grapevine and like he like he told D Ray um told me that he apologized. He apologized to me. He apologized to me in front of, you know, for you. Like, I mean, to you. I ain't never hear that. But I don't really want to hear no sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll never be cool with y'all, ever. That I seen, I seen, a, I seen you leave a comment one time about a, a sex tape. You said somebody did a sex tape and released a sex tape with you? Yo, no, no, no. I never did a sex tape. Look, somebody is out here giving some real good mm-hmm. on video, right? Mm-hmm. And she looked like me from the side. Oh, that's not you? Not yo, no, yo. I would never, I would never. Somebody tried to show it to me. I was like, I'm not watching yo, that. I would I'm not looking never, at Jeff do that. Yo, I would never give a head while he still got his pants on through the hole. I would never do that. <laughs> that's number one. That's how you know that's not me. Like, I would never ever do that with, with my man's pants still on. Like, I would never. And then her wig was too nice. For one, I just started wearing nice wigs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That video was old. I wasn't freaky like that back then, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, shorty really doing it. And then, you know, her skills was a little bit more, you know, her on a higher level than mine. So I'm like, all right, I would like to take the credit, but that's not me. Man, somebody you had know? a whole 20-minute conversation with me about that, and he was like, yo, you Man. should watch the video. I'm like, wow, so why would I want to see Jess <laughs> right. give her head? And right. then they was like, yo, but she be owning it. She be talking about it. I'm like, huh? I never owned that. I never talked about that. I never came forth and was like, yo, that's me. I wish the girl come forth and say that's her. But it ain't me, man. It ain't me. Are you afraid that anything you did online will come back to haunt you in the future? Uh, no, nah, not really. No, no, no. Because I've always been a person like a, you know, that, that never regret anything that I said. I've never, when, and I, when I speak out of anger, it's still nothing that I would regret later. No, I don't, I don't have no regrets. I, I, I hit Jess. I said, Jess. Just, just in case, just delete everything. You did, you just did. Just because. <laughs> you did. I was like, yo, because I see how that, how they, how they doing the, uh, 
one of the girls from what city girls or something like that or one of them girls that just got in trouble for for tweeting some some stuff like in 2013 or mm -hmm. something i'm mm -hmm. like dang that's how she felt then that's what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like give that, a chance to grow though yeah yeah she she maybe she did feel like that she was being bullied by some dark-skinned girl but she said she tweeted like i hate dark-skinned black chicks or whatever mm -hmm. you know whatever she was being that's from her experience mm -hmm. i'm shocked that you got empathy for somebody that was on a dark-skinned girl yeah, you know what I'm saying? We we tend to be rough on people, you know what I'm you know what I mean? Like we we are for real, but I really feel like everything is not you can't like dissect everything and break everything down like like I don't have a problem with other dark-skinned girls or light-skinned girls. I never got bullied or none of that, never allowed that to happen to me. I went to a predominantly white high school where I I didn't want to give it a chance because everybody was white. My mother moved me cuz I was so bad as a teenager. She didn't want me to go to high school in Baltimore, so she moved me up. How about you send me up to Pennsylvania with all the white kids where I can get on drugs? <laughs> yep, and I can start, you know. But I went up there, and there was a couple of other... I was, like, one of, like, ten black kids in Dallas Town when I first got there, and I seen it was more and more of us. And I thought for a while, like, man, they racist up there. They racist up there just because they white, mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. a lot of them, and it's... But I ended up winning best personality, best sense of humor, best dress. Um, I won. Um, that ain't hard in all white school though. No, 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 it is, man. It is. It is. It is. He tried. He made. He tried to downplay my accomplishments. <laughs> he definitely did. Yo, he did, man. I, I won a lot, man. I won homecoming queen and homecoming king. What? what? No, nah, I'm playing now. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I won queen, y'all, and I could have won prom queen, but I did some shit, man. It was this teacher who ain't like me, and. I caught a fat bitch, man, under the That'll table. Do it. I, mean, I slid under the note. I slid the note under her door. I just felt like she always <laughs> with me out of note, out of everybody. So I slid the note under her door. So they called me. It was me an anonymous the note. They knew yeah, what the yeah, note yeah. How, how, How'd you I'm actually only write it? Black one in the class, and I called her fat before, so she was like, "Oh, this Jess." But um, <laughs> they called me to the office. They like Jess. Um, so you're in the running for uh, for prom queen, but we we have this footage of you slipping. There's no footage. I, yeah, because I ain't even know they had cameras in the school like <laughs> oh that. My goodness, so I'm like, yo, I've been, I've been in the school for four years. Y'all ain't telling me y'all had cameras in the hallway. So I look, I'm like, nah, that's, that ain't even, nah, that ain't me. That ain't me. That's the girl you know from the sex tape. Yeah, but it was, it, was, <laughs> it was way more black kids up there by then. So I'm like, that's not me. That's like, that's Shakira. You know what I mean? Like, I just, you know, I, I blamed somebody who, who was black that I didn't like. So you just so told like, yeah, somebody yeah, to yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Shakira. So it's like, just, Shakira's not even in her class. That's 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 you. So I'm like, all right, man. So, so what now? And I, I got kicked off, man. I would have won. I would have won by 12 votes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Were you a class clown? Definitely. Definitely. I made sure I, I finished all my work first. Mm -hmm. But I definitely, I definitely was a class clown. Ever since elementary school. All right, we got more with Jess Hilarious. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy we are, the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious is here. Charlamagne? How old is your son? My son is six. So you, ha you had him in school? Because you were dumb young, nah, right? No, nah, no, nah, yo. I was like 20 26. when I had my son. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm 26. My son is six. Yeah, I was 20. I graduated and all that. What do you Where that was... young man, daddy? I know he about to write a book or something. Man, he... about he... to start tweeting me man, today. Man, I miss you. <laughs> You don't miss me. You don't miss me, yo. We're not. But now, nah, me and my son, father, man, we cool. We cool. Um, 
My baby father named Jerome. That is so funny. Why but, you say um, it like that, Jerome? Because, <laughs> like, Jerome's I, in I the think, house. Yeah, I just, when I think of Jerome, that's like the blackest name ever. That's blacker than Tyrone for me. <laughs> like, yo, like, his name is Jerome. And, um, and we, we cool. We, it just didn't work. Uh, we were together for like, like two years before we had Ash, and then it, it just didn't work. And then, bam, there you go. So, where'd you find good old Chris at? <laughs> Chris is the new bae. That you making famous. You think you making Chris too famous? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I ain't even gonna lie to you, He hold brother. you down, though. I am. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about Chris, wow. yo. Wow. <laughs> Trouble in paradise. Wow. Nah, honestly, yo, this is just what it is. And this is, you know, when you don't want change, I change that for you. God. There you go. Damn. Damn. The Chris, you almost had an argument last night. I'm sorry. Like, I don't <laughs> No, he ain't even here. Yo, I don't even know where he at. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Yeah. Nah, it's just like, nah, like, Charlamagne, I had to, I'm, I'm done. I had to walk away. It is what it is. I but just I'm glad. saw you, I just saw you post something and he yeah. said you the only one. And yeah. you said come upstairs and show. I just right. saw that. Yeah, and then the next day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody My else goodness. was the only one. My and so wow. I was like, well, damn. Well, now. So yeah. Jess is single now? Yeah, man, that's what it is. No. That's, that's really what it is. Not no. Not no. <laughs> Yo, it's this s***, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I want you out here single. Was it the first time I'm that serious. you cheated? Was it the first time you cheated? Nah, hell no. Oh. It wasn't. You know what I'm saying? I even got, like, a story I tell on stage about Chris cheating on me. You mm. know what I'm saying? That was, like, the first time I actually called him. It's probably I still don't know about, but whatever. He, he just got the sitcom. You and the, the right, right. While. That's my thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's just... It, see it. Have you ever I like Chris though. I, I like him too. I like him too. He cool. Other than him being light skinned, that was my only thing. Hey. I was like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't know how this is gonna work, but other than that, he cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He cool. He a cool dude, man. Um, cause I'm not listen, I'm not mad at him at all. I'm really not mad about it, but it's like, cause he's young. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? He's 26, just like me. He he's young. And sometimes, you know, fame or success, your partner's success can intimidate you and you just don't mm -hmm. you know, you, you just don't know because you don't know what you want to do and you don't you don't know if you want to live in their shadow you don't know if you want to, you know what I'm saying, so I really, I, you know, I love him, I really do, you know, he cool, he cool, but it just ain't what it ain't what I want Are you hurt by Chris? I've been hurt by Chris before, so it's like kind of numb to it now, that's why I say, yo, I'm not even mad at him I'm not mad, it's just that he gotta grow up, He got and then he don't know God. Really? You know, yeah, and that's that's somebody I talk to every morning. That's mm -hmm. somebody I talk to at every night. And I was raised in the church and He's an atheist? That's what no, no, no. He's not an atheist. He, he know him. He don't have a relationship right. with mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cheating a few times shouldn't be a deal breaker though. I'm just saying when you young, like you you gonna grow with a person. Three times, though. Listen, man. Third time, you done, shorty. Like what you think this is? God damn. Nah, you done. I ain't cheat one time. So my, look, the ratio though. crazy. That yo. The, the girl, bro, the girl from the other day. Shorty, yo, first What's of all, Instagram? the tracks were stiff. No, 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 I just no, want to no, see no. it. I ain't going to say it. I don't even know Instagram. Oh. She, Yo, she had on some Converse's that I thought was Converse's, but they wasn't. And I ain't even trying to come in nobody, you know, who wearing, you know, fake Converse's out here. Because a lot of people, you know, they like them. And then she, I can't say that. She was, she was, she was. Nah, she was big. Uh, and, and I got a big following, so it, I love big people. I love big people, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I said I can't say that. <laughs> she's big. I'm not saying she's big, and I don't like big people. 
But I don't like big people with, oh, with my man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah. But that's just. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now. You know, now you with now you with Biggie. You Remember Biggie? Now, now you with her. Look, 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 oh look what you did. You know what I mean? Oh man! Let's look what talk you about did. You seen it somewhere? I seen it, man. I got videos to my phone, bro. Somebody who sent saw, you videos of them? A, a fan. Listen, he went to a Chris <laughs> Quintana. He went to a. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> yo, he went to a cookout, yo. He went to like a barbecue or whatever. Yeah, that's what white people saying. I don't know white people watching. So he went to a, bar a barbecue and then they was ducked off. They walked away from the cookout and it was him and it was the girl. They was leaning up on a car and then, you know, they hugged up and they, you know what I'm saying? They all, they nice, you know, it's a nice little three minute video that came to my phone. They all over each other. Three minutes. Wow. Yeah. They, they ain't kiss or nothing, but they all, yeah, yeah. She all over him. I couldn't even see him. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot. She you know what I mean? I was like, damn, you know. And I, oh, there you go. There you go. I seen the braids. You know, so all right, there you go. There you go. You know what I mean? So I was like, damn, yo, that's all right. I mean, sometimes, you know, if that's what you really like, you know, you could have told me that's what you really wanted to do. You know, I ain't know that you was into that. Hey. Wow, yeah. Chris. Chris oh, about well. to get mad donkey of the day emojis in it his It is what it comments. is, bro. It is what it is. <laughs> now, let's talk about let's talk about Rel. Now, you're on Rel. Yes. You play Britney. Now, how'd you get on Rel? Because everybody want to act like they discovered Jess Hilarious now. So I'm hearing so many different stories. Well, I met Rel way back when I was doing Wildin' Out. Um, he came on there as a guest. And he was cool as hell. I, I guess, you know, he didn't know that he was going to. This was, but I think this was way before. No, this was after Get Out. I was going to say, okay, it had to be, yeah. Mm -hmm. At the Get Out or whatever. And then I don't even think he had me in mind for the show then. I don't even know. But I know Tiffany Haddish actually told him, like, I think Jess would be good for that role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was, I was actually happy as, as hell to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. not that I didn't think, you know, she liked me or anything like that. I just don't really set the bar high for people to like me because I'm, so, I'm very easily unlikable. Like, you yeah, not, like, I yo, yes, I know I love you too, but a lot of people don't like you either. That's true, that's true. That's so true. We, that's, true. that's why we love each other. You I, I work saying? with them every day and I don't like them. <laughs> See, so, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so, yeah, yo, I get it. Of, right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a, it's easy for people not to like us or whatever. And I don't really know who was the first one to say, just need to, do, just need to be on the show. But I wasn't even their first pick. I did my audition. And then, yo, I didn't get the part. But then two weeks later, I get a call and it's like, yo, we uh we made a mistake. We want you. Wow. That's the story I heard. That's dope. Yeah. I heard you auditioned, didn't get it, they gave it to somebody else. Yeah. Then she wasn't good. Nah, and she, then they she didn't do good at the just, table read. Yeah, she didn't do good at the table read. And God bless your heart and all your parts, but I'm happy that you, <laughs> that you didn't do good on the table read. But it's something else coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, and the, this premiere is what? This Sunday, right? This Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Sunday, this Sunday, um, September 9th, and it officially, you know, starts coming on regularly. September 30th. How you we feel? We come after NFL. Yo, I'm yo, why you think I ain't made a cheater? I'm, you see where I'm at? <laughs> I'm good. What you talking about? I'm good. I'll be sick for the rest of my life with this you mean? Yeah, God bless Just Hilarious, man. It's, Say a prayer for Chris, man. Just yeah. Hilarious. Oh, you don't know what he lost, man. It's the Breakfast God, Club. Damn. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> he know now. The Breakfast Club. And it's Fashion Week in New York. Yes. Who's everybody in town for Fashion Week? Uh, mm -hmm. Fashion Week is when all the celebrities go to all these events and look at a bunch of people modeling clothes that you never see anyone wear in the street. Nah, they never wear it. They just spend a lot of money to create these things and you never, never, mm -hmm. never see them. But anyway, what up, y'all? It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Burt Reynolds. Listen up. This 
All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. We got to send a rest in peace to Burt Reynolds. He died yesterday at the age of 82 after a heart attack. He passed away in Florida. God bless that brother, man. He was 82, like I said. And if you don't know some of the movies he was in, uh, Smoking the Bandit. Never saw it. Cannon- you never seen Smoking the Bandit? No, I heard about it. Never saw it. Cannonball Run. Never saw it. Uh, Boogie Nights. Never saw it. He was supposed to be in a, a, a Quentin uh, Tarantino movie. It was called uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but he was supposed to shoot his scenes, I guess, coming up in the next couple of weeks, but he couldn't, I guess, couldn't, you know, of course, couldn't shoot well, his Well, listen, scenes. drop one of the clues bombs for Burt Reynolds. The reason I'm dropping one of the clues bombs for him because, you know, I, too, want to get to that age where when I die, people be like, damn, I thought he was already dead. So, you know, I did think Burt Reynolds was already dead when I saw that announcement yesterday. So he, what, 82? 82. It's a good age, man. Mm-hmm. Now, a young thug, he's been charged with eight felonies. Now, this is from his arrest last year in Georgia. He's been charged with possession and intent to distribute meth, hydrocodone, weed. He's also charged with possession of a couple other drugs. How do you pronounce this? Uh, how do you pronounce this, Dramos? Alprazolam. Alprazolam? Yeah. You must use it because I ain't know how to say it. <laughs> Codeine and having a firearm. What the hell do you, young thug, think he a right aid? <laughs> he got mad <laughs> drugs on him. Thug. Jeez. What's up with y'all and all these prescription drugs, man? I don't know. Hey, y'all, 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 who, what, what rapper's going to nickname himself Walgreens? That's what I'm waiting <laughs> on. Y'all picking the wrong name. She had a lot of drugs on him. And Kanye West, he looks like he's going to be the creative director for Pornhub Awards. All right. Now, uh, I don't know what that exactly means, but he did release a song with Little Pump yesterday. It's called I Love It. I'm a sick up, I like a quick up, I like my bitch, I'm suck, I buy you a sick truck, I buy you some new sticks, I get you that nip tuck, how you start a family that kind of slipped up, I'm a sick up, I'm inappropriate, I like hearing stories, I like that whole ish, I wanna hear more ish, I like the whole ish, send me some more ish, you trifling hoe bitch, ish, such a big song, I love it, that sound dope, that's a nice record for a porn. Yeah, I don't and, know. And, and he picked the right person to feature for a porn song, Lil Pump. Lil, Lil Pump, Pump was a great drop on the clues, but that's a great porn name. Lil Pump. My goodness. Now, I don't know what he's going to be doing as far as creative director. I don't know if he's giving the porn stars Yeezys to wear. I, I, I really don't know. But. Listen, man, when your passion becomes your paychecks, don't, don't Yeezy love porn? Yes. All right, so you, his passion became a paycheck. All right. And lastly, Meek Mill teases a new album. He says, buy anything at shop.meekmill.com and get a digital copy of my upcoming album bundled with the item. So it looks like Meek Mill's going to be dropping some new music, hopefully very, very soon. So we look forward to that. And that, so, so he's selling bundles. He's selling bundles. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Not at all. That's what everybody does. He, I wonder if he signed to that company. Uh, what's the name of that company? What? can't remember the name of it. So why you tease it? Uh, I can't remember. Hold on. It's, an, it's a company. It's a, you know, it's actually a company that uh, specializes in everything. They do everybody's marketing. Oh, Bravado. Bravado USA. They do everybody's marketing. They actually do They do Travis Scott and Nicki Minaj's marketing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So they all have the same marketing team. So they all put together these packages for, for, for people's albums and stuff like that. Oh. I, wonder if, I wonder if Meek's using that same company. I don't know. But anyway, that is your rumor report. Now, you got a donkey you want to give to somebody? Yes, man. Uh, I told Florida that I was not going to give them donkey of the day. You did say that. For the rest of the month. And I said that on August 30th. Okay. We're now in September. Oh, boy. All right. And I, I didn't want to give them donkey today for the rest of the month because they did the right thing and put Andrew Gillum, you know, as the Democratic nominee for governor in Florida. Sounds right? like so a round butt's of, coming round up. Round of applause to Florida for that. It sounds like a butt's coming up. Florida going Florida, bro. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> Florida, four, Florida. four after the hour, we got to talk about Florida. All right. All right. All right. But I will say one thing I do respect about Florida. What's that? They do and attempt things 
that sane people think, but we just smart enough to not do. Okay. The people in Florida just, you know, habitual line steppers. We'll talk about it. My goodness. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. And don't forget, Gerard Carmichael will be joining us next hour. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, dunk it other day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey that. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit it with the heat. Yes, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Envy just played me a record I can't get out of my head. It's <laughs> <Whoa>. unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> donkey of the Day for Friday, September 7th goes to a 23-year-old young man named Dewan Lewis. Uh, where is Dewan from? Florida. Now, you know what your Uncle Charlotte tells you all the time? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Now, Florida... On Thursday, August 30th, I promised you that I was not going to give anyone from Florida donkey of the day for the rest of the month. I kept that promise, all right, uh, because Florida showed up and voted for Andrew Gillum, and now Andrew Gillum is Florida's Democratic nominee for governor. With that move, Florida showed America y'all not as crazy as we think y'all are, but as soon as we breathed a collective sigh of relief and said, wow, Florida's not so crazy, Dewan Lewis said, hold my double cup of lean and watch this. See, the thing about Florida, and I guess it's the reason we love Florida, is that people from Florida are crazy enough to do and attempt things that the rest of us think of doing but just aren't nuts enough to do. We all have been fired at some point in our lives, and crazy thoughts go through our minds when we get fired. And one of those thoughts we've all had but Dewan acted on. Let's go to WFTV 9 ABC for the report, please. Stanford police arrested a suspect who's accused of trying to kill his boss two hours after getting fired. This is 23-year-old DeJuan Lewis. The suspect worked at Bonita Aluminum Products, a Stanford manufacturing company. Still unclear why Lewis was upset Sunday morning. Co-workers were complaining because a suspect was throwing supplies and tools on the ground only on his third day of work. Lewis was then fired, and managers say he waited for his direct supervisor outside for two hours. Investigators say Lewis then chased the manager and the manager's girlfriend, who was also in the car for a mile and a half. The arrest report states bullet holes were found in the rear bumper, trunk door, and rear right tire. The manager and his girlfriend were not hurt. The suspect was then arrested at his home. A search of Seminole County court records shows Lewis has several drug and theft charges since 2014. And today, he's facing attempted murder and shooting into a car hours after losing his job. The level of entitlement <laughs> that one must have to feel like I'm going to kill my boss because he fired me because I was at work wilding on only my third day on the job. Now, Dewan has a bunch of previous charges, so I feel him. He's trying to turn his life around, get a job, walk the straight and narrow, and my punk-ass boss wants to fire me because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. You're just going to fire me because I'm at work wilding, throwing things around on my only my third day. How dare you, Mr. Boss? All right, I'm trying to stay out of jail, trying to be a better productive person and you're gonna fire me now i gotta kill you okay now i gotta shoot you and go to jail for the rest of my life because you as a boss are just doing your job by firing an employee who wasn't doing his sorry dewan i just don't understand the logic but i'm not supposed to because it's florida <laughs> now my name is Charlemagne the god i've been fired seven times in my life Okay, four times in radio. The others were Taco Bell, uh, a clothing store called Demo in the Mall, and a company called Industrial Acoustics. Right? Mm-hmm. I've been, been fired seven times, and I can think at least two of those times I wanted to kill my boss. All right? One of them was your sister, right? Your sister fired you one time. I never wanted to kill my sister. Oh, okay. I wanted to kill two program directors. 
See, almost said their names. I'm getting so better with my life. I'm on a cruise box. I literally almost said that. It, I, it was right there. It was in my my mind. Said, say their names. And said, nope. I, I'm, I'm proud of me. Now, anyway, if you can hear my voice right now, raise your hands or blow your horn right now. If you ever thought about killing a boss or supervisor that got you fired, uh, is somebody listening to me right now who got fired yesterday who wants to kill their boss right now? So you feel Dewan's pain, but I've told you all before, you can't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings. Okay, see, what I've always learned is usually when I get fired, I receive another bigger and better blessing, but that's because I remain positive. When you remain positive, then positive energy activates constant elevation. Negative energy activates stagnation or digression, and that's exactly what happened to Dewan. He digressed because he submitted his will to the devil in him and not the God in him. So his next moves weren't his best moves because they were fueled by negativity. So now Dewan is going to get another job. Okay, but this time the job will pay probably 12 to 40 cents an hour. And he'll probably be laundry personnel, kitchen cooking support staff, maybe. Maybe ground maintenance, right? And if you try to kill your boss in there, Dewan, I guarantee that your boss or one of your boss's co-workers will kill you. Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Florida. Please give Dewan Lewis the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. I just want to salute uh, Boogie D and Corey Hill. Just two former pro- program directors of mine that I used to work with back in the day. Nice guys. Dropping the clues bombs for both of them. No, oh, you're being positive. That's all. All right. That's all. Okay. All right. All right. God bless him. God bless him. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, it's Rail Day. It is Rail Day. A salute to my man, Lil Rail. Lil Rail's. A special preview of his new sitcom on Fox premieres this Sunday after football. So you heard Just Hilarious last hour. Mm -hmm. The newly single Just Hilarious. Right. All right. Uh, She's the co-star of Rel, but the executive producer of Rel, uh, Mr. Gerard Carmichael. Yeah, he'll be joining us next. So don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Gerard Carmichael. My that guy. Actually, that made me feel special. What? I don't know. It did. It just <laughs> felt. It felt good. It was like a great way to you know start the day. You are a special guest, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I saw you. Disney World. Disney World. Man. That's right. So we're we're there, and <laughs> we're like my my sister uh, tapped me. She was like, "Hey, Gerard." It's a black family with a guide over there. Either either you know them or you need to know them. <laughs> and I walk over and it's you. And I'm like, oh, this is great. You and your family. Well, oh, so you were just randomly walking up to them because there was a black family at Disney World well, with a guide. Yeah, it, being honest, I, we were a black family with a guide. You were a black family right. with a guide. It was black excellence on rides. That's how you, Disney World, <laughs> when you have a guide, you don't have to wait on rides. They, they I, I, guide I, you, walk you. I've had and, one of those. And you don't really see too many black people with yeah. guides. It's usually... Too only, many? You, Who else was... It was me and you. Yeah, just me and you. It's, it's me and you, man. All white people with guys. Come but on. I, I just want to tell both of y'all the real black families that are real popping, shut down Disney World for just them and their right. family. You're right. right. So y'all still, listen, y'all yeah. still hey, got a way hey, to go. <laughs> can, you, can you let us celebrate <laughs> no, for a second? <laughs> We're at the happiest place on earth and you want to tell us about an ad? We get it, Charlamagne. We all got work to do. Yeah, no, right? I, I, I see D-Wade and Kevin Hart. They had Disney World for themselves. <laughs> I was like, wow. 
Oh, that's fun. Well, we didn't want that. We wanted our kids to play with other kids, Yeah, too. true. All right? Yeah. It's about yeah. social interaction, man. <laughs> oh, really? Mr. No, Mr. no Social Media is all uh, about social uh, interaction? Yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah. I checked it. I have a... a once every couple months, I have, like, uh, my IG troll account that I just go. And I oh, you got a fake account? Well, I just don't want to sound 90 <laughs> <laughs> with talking to people. Like, it's like, all right, well, let me at least know what, like, what's going on. I was going to ask you, how do you stay in tune with no social media? Um, I mean, I have friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People tell me, like, people are like, you know, tell me what's going on. And, I mean, I'm very aware of stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like, it's, it's still, like, news and stuff mm -hmm. like that filters to you and, like, uh... Like, Tyler's always telling me to get on, like, Instagram. Perry or the creator? Oh, I haven't met Perry yet. Okay. But, yeah, no, he's, but, but he, he's like, you know, get on because he'll post stuff about his life. And I'm like, no, this is what this is for. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to, like, talk. So you never got you. on the social media at all? You just, just wasn't your thing? I was on, like, for a little bit, and I realized it just wasn't for me. It, it didn't really do anything for me. Like, mm -hmm. I, I was there, and I just wouldn't tweet. I wouldn't post on Instagram or anything. So it was just kind of a waste. I feel like you, Gerard, that you really don't want to be in front of the camera anymore. Am I correct in that assessment? I enjoy uh, making phone calls from my living room and sweatpants a lot. Like, I enjoy being a little bit away from it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, unless I have something to say. I, I, I like helping my friends make stuff. How is that as a creative, though? How do you know when you got something to say as opposed to, like, you know what, I'm going to save this for Rail's show. I'm going to save this for this person's stand-up special. I never really think about it. It's like the best thought wins for whatever we're working on. They never hold anything. No. You know, when you're creating something, it's always like your obsessions and the stuff that you you, you love and you're thinking about, like, the things that are on your mind are what's best. Mm -hmm. So you have to put that into whatever you're working on. With, with that said, with, like, Rel, you know, it's very much his show. You know, Rel is just, he yells at me all the time because sometimes I have, like, kind of a, a dark sense of humor mm -hmm. and uh, we like, know from your first stand up yeah, 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 the, the rape yeah. joke you tried to get off hey man that listen. the me too movement would kill you for in 2018 oh yeah yeah no absolutely <laughs> yeah. well it was a thought first of all yeah. it wasn't just a dismissive when we talk about this first time i was here yes. he did. yeah yeah did. no need to bring it we, back, no no we bring it back. Right. i don't want them to dig that back no up. no no yeah. but well i'm just saying you know it's just a thought that we captured or whatever but yeah. well yeah. with rel it's like i have this dark sense of humor he'll be like uh you know this ain't carmichael show <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but meaning, and that's that's a that's the right thing to say. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is your thing, and I have to make sure it's, you know, it's So you never sense. hold any, because I always think about artists, when you know, when they write for somebody else, you ever write something so good, be like, I'm going to keep this one for myself. No, no, I, I, I don't really think like that. Some things are for you, mm -hmm. and you should just do that, like if it's tailor-made for you. I just shot the special, and the the guys up there and it's no Drew audience. Michaels? Yeah, Drew Michaels. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's no audience. That's that's an idea I would have used for me, but I didn't want to record and it works for him. I wouldn't do that for everybody. Right. Like there's a few artists that could do that. You know, Dave Chappelle could do that. Like, um, but that's not an idea. I could have just saved it for a year, you know, mm -hmm. and then did it for me or something. Gotcha. But it was like, no, that works for you. Yeah, I had I remember having some conversation with some HBO executives and they were telling me about it and I was like, no, <laughs> audience. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because it seems like comedians crave that attention. Like, it's almost like you need that audience feedback. That feedback, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just believe that you spend this whatever amount of time crafting these thoughts mm -hmm. and they, you know, they work as thoughts. I mean, this special was still tested on the road and done in front of audiences and, and the material works, but 
the thought I think is what's most important for some people. And mm -hmm. it's just like, again, with him, I think it works without an audience because you'll laugh or respond to it, you know, it, sometimes not through laughter. And maybe it shouldn't be called stand up or maybe it's, you know, categorized wrong or whatever. But like, it works for some people and some people it doesn't. It's not a rule, mm -hmm. you know, and some mm -hmm. people should, like, Rel will do a special song. He should be in front of an audience. He should be like, Surrounded by people, Is like it a laugh be in track, the middle or of a applause track, anything? Or no, 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 no. It's just you and wow, the thought, that's and that's it. And it's up to you. That's we're uncomfortable. Kinda, but we're kind of conditioned to laugh. It's a social thing, right? We laugh because everybody else is laughing. True. You know, and we and we do again. The material works in a room full of people. It was weird. We screened it, and just hearing laughter on the thing we made for the first time was weird. <laughs> you know, it was mm -hmm. weird. It was like, oh yeah, that's right. These jokes work, but it's like. If it works in a group, it should work alone, and maybe it doesn't. But it's up to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know, I like to just make stuff, and then it's like here, re, you know, respond. That and is definitely weird. Cause you, it's like DJing in an empty club. You're not gonna give the same energy. Or you could just be up there vibing out, man. Oh, you're you right. could just be in your zone. <laughs> you're right. You could be DJing. You could be in tears by the end of your set. It's like the comedy version of a silent <laughs> listening party. Yeah. Where everybody goes there with the headphones, with the headphones on, on yeah. and you can't hear music loudly. A, a lot of people, like, you know, me, uh, everyone in whatever field you're in, a lot of times has a hard time accepting, like, change or something that goes outside of what you're used to. And mm -hmm. it's like, this isn't the rule. Yeah, no, everybody shouldn't record a special. Dollar. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, that's mm -hmm. insane. That's not even how it's... The, the art form was created with, and I, I get it. I'm just saying for him it works. I'm just saying for you, you should... Really, it, it's just saying that comedians specifically because i think it's the group that should hear that the most can do whatever they want gotcha you know as long as you put thought into it like you can do whatever you want and it's mm -hmm. a it's a certain freedom i think that it expresses we did that to donnell rollins when he came up here we said like no matter what donnell says yeah, we did do not laugh oh really and he was so awkward for five yes, he was. minutes because yes, he, he was letting those jokes fly we were just sitting there staring <laughs> at him oh that i gotta watch that i almost feel like the next wave gotta be a live stand-up special like, I feel like people that's have the, done that. And, and I think a lot of people do that now. Though, yeah, don't people they? have really? done that. There, there is a danger to, you know, live anything, you know, and that's mm -hmm. that's fun. It would have to be the right person. It have to be, like, meaningful. This being live, why is that dangerous? Because you can do an act in one take, you know, so it would be kind of the same thing as a take, I guess. I don't know. I, don't, I guess I shouldn't work this out on the air. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to figure out the, like, figure the out logistics right of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got more with Gerard Carmichael. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Gee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, actor, executive producer, and just a smart guy. Gerard Carmichael's here. Charlamagne? You said something interesting to TSA. You said that Carmichael's show was built from the argument out. What does, what does that mean? It, it was at its core just like, hey, what about this thought? It, mm -hmm. it really is like a philosophy type show it's like what about this thought explore from all angles and that was the core of the show i mean we would be in one scene for half the episode and yeah, like, yeah. it was like the breakfast club mm -hmm. you know in sitcom format it was it was very much about the argument and you said the rail writing team has been working that from reverse so it's not about the argument well right. well rail is just about you know his his constant mandate is he just he wants it funny and he has the the team to do it you know him and sinbad sinbad's you know back on the air it's amazing we, we, sinbad funny as he, like he's one funny. of the most naturally funny people i love his interviews here how did you feel about uh bringing in a social media influencer like jess hilarious who i love who i look at and i say she's a star but oh, how did yeah. you feel about bringing her in any hesitation oh that was 
Um, I saw her on my sister's Instagram. And oh, you be stalking Instagram. Yeah, I'll peek over. I'll look. Yeah, yeah. If you're on, if you're on IG beside me, I'm gonna look at your phone. Right. It's someone's likes curated. Absolutely. You know, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. T- you could tell a lot about a person. But I, I think she's great. I think she is just this incredible energy, personality. She is a star. Was anything off limits when you when y'all shot it and recorded? Uh, anything off limits as, for, as far for as his family and everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a lot more uh, kind of boundaries. I'm just a. I'm like putting my dad's outside kid on the air. Like it's right, just right. like I'm like yeah yeah we'll we'll just we'll talk about it, man. And, and it's early, so you're also you're figuring out how far you can go. See how it takes. How, yeah how yeah, the yeah. You takes figure it out, first, but right. he's very respectful to his family, as you should be. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just a little bit more. I'll record the episode and call my mom and be like, look, <laughs> I was in a zone last night. I was writing. I put it on there. Has that ever <laughs> happened with your family? Your family got upset with something you put out there? My family's very understanding. My family's very much so a. You do you. I have touched on really personal stuff. And if it happened, it happened. Yeah. Yeah, but some things you might not want out there, though, just in case. Hey, well, man, good well, content is good uh, content. Yeah, it, it's it's content. It's it's interesting things. You know what I mean? With respect to people involved. What did you really think of the shop? I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. It was maybe the most honest everyone has been on television. I mean, we recorded for four or five hours, and there's a lot of stuff that's cut. Like, you could do a bunch of episodes from just what we recorded. Do you think, how do you think people receive, like, regular everyday people receive celebrities talking about real world issues? Don't you think that celebrities can be a little far removed from real world issues? Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your, your life becomes different. and mm-hmm. it, But it, it depends. It, there is a lot of, like, capitalizing on the current moment. And you can tell. I think the people can tell when someone is, like, really about it and when someone's just trying to, like, make content because, you know, because Cap is talked about right now and they mm-hmm. throw him in a thing. Like, yeah. it, it, you you can tell the people that mean it versus the people that, that don't. And so you can smell phonies. Only problem is you need people to, to do more of it. Because people are post their, their cars, their cribs, when they're at the club, when they're on vacation. But you don't see when they do all the, the positivity sometimes. And sometimes you need to see it because that, that can have a chain reaction on people, though. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, I always have mixed feelings about it because I, I guess it depends, you know, at least talk about the importance of it. You know, if nothing else, like at least speak to it and, and talk about how important it is. I think we need more people talking about their fears and their anxieties and their insecurities, especially but, those celebrities. But speaking about it honestly, uh, the thing is the the filter of social media or television or whatever then requires a certain amount of performance. You know, most people kind of perform their feelings for yes. the world, right? right? It's like if you're sad, you know, you got to be Instagram sad. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Instagram sad is a mood, man. Like that's a that's a lighting. That's a whole different type of sad than maybe not be the type of sad you are right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's a certain level of performance to it, you know. And so, but it it is that if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about it, you're gonna be sad. You know, put the Viola Davis not nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're gonna be sad, put the the raw, ugly sad on there. Could the Carmichael show have come back with the same cast? Or did everybody blow up too fast? I mean, you know, that deal would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, now. <laughs> They'd have to cut out a hell of a check. Yeah, yeah, that would Tiffany be a crazy Haddish, deal. Yeah, yeah. Rail, I was actually talking to Tiff about this maybe last night even. Like, it was just about, like, oh, that would be the craziest deal in the world now. Is that one of the reasons it didn't come back? And NBC just didn't think they could afford it? No, it, it kind of ran its course. You know, it, no, it was part. It, it was, I mean, look, it was part, like, licensing things, but it, it was also me 
understanding that I, I, I thought it was time. Mm-hmm. Being really honest with you, I, I thought it was time. I, I, <laughs> I remember the conversation with my parents uh, even before. I was like, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to bring the show back. Mm-hmm. And they lost it. They were just all sad and depressed. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I had no sympathy. I was like, boo-hoo, all the other parents on the block get to keep their television shows. <laughs> <laughs> Poor you. Like, like, but it, it was, one, it was a lot. I mean, that's that was a full-time. I lived at the studio. You know, it, it wasn't jokes for me. It's never just jokes for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always perspective. So it's like, that takes a while to, like, sit and think and crack and make sure it's honest. And, like, I, exhaustion of that. Also, I, I think it, it exists best as this example. I think three seasons of that is enough. I think it's like, it, it can live on, you know, and, and I'm really proud of it. And I loved it, but it, it, it ran its course. Yeah, it's, it's like a rapper. The- it's like, it's more popular and it's deaf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. It's the Tupac of television. The biggest television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you feel like if if the show continued on, Tiffany and Rel wouldn't have popped as fast? No, I mean those things already. Ha- I mean, Tiff did Girls Trip. Girls Trip before we started the third season. Rel mm-hmm. didn't get out, but I had to like work around his schedule so he could shoot Get Out. They're destined for that. Like that's right. why I brought him into the show. Like you could see it. It was like, oh, these are stars. These are incredible stars. I just saw it. I just was able to, you know, See get them early. early. Right. Did anybody at NBC push back on them? Like, oh, we need oh, bigger yeah. names. Yeah. Oh, who are those dummies' names? They, but they always push. Like, yeah. like uh, again, like this incredible cast. Everybody was like, well, they don't know. It's up to you to know. You gotta know. Right. But do they tell you that you're right when it's all no. said and done? No, 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 exactly. No, no, no. That's what no, I hate. No. no, what they, what they do. <laughs> this is how, this is how you know you're right. What they do is then they like. They make deals with them even after or around <laughs> the thing. And that's the so, that's a, a network subtle way of saying I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, when are you getting you a high profile girlfriend, man? You see our guy Pete got him a, a superstar. Know, yeah, yeah. Pete is Pete is going. Pete through, is living man. the life. Yeah, Pete I is, mean, yeah. Pete is in the uh, fame is a lot. Like all you want is money and uh, a seat at your favorite restaurant. <laughs> that's, that's everything important. else is extra everything else is a burden <laughs> cause I didn't go to the VMAs this year yeah. so I was at home watching it and I'm like yo they will not take the camera so I text them like yeah. yo do not well, dig in the, your nose they're the star in the thing yeah and she's sweet though she's she's sweet so when you getting you a high profile girlfriend I mean, I'm not gonna go force it. Just wait, up, <laughs> wait outside the club. <laughs> See who the camera follows. There's no interest. Follow. Nobody you're interested in. Um, yeah, I mean, but I, I'm not really. I don't really have time for a relationship at the moment. I I have to reword it. I don't really make time for it right now. Jesus Christ, that's cold. That's not cold. That's the truth. It would hurt her more to lie about that to pretend I'm making. That's a whole nother topic. Right. It seemed like I was talking to like it seemed like I was just talking <laughs> yeah, to like one, yeah, yeah, look at the camera yeah, I, I and just like speak to her. Just like yeah. you said that line a million times. Yeah, I don't yeah, 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 time yeah, yeah. for relationship. I usually know? say that over rigatoni and wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Sunday, what time? What time this Sunday? Do you, do you know the time? Uh, on Fox, oh. it's after football. It's after show. football. Well, we appreciate you for joining us, brother. Thank you for having Gerard me. Gerard Carmichael. It. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Oh, shoot. Oh, oh shoot. Don't scare oh, me. Shoot. Don't scare me. Oh, shoot. All right. Let's get to the rumors. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> Let me touch it. What? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Now. 
This is your room report. Angela Yee is, uh, she's in Africa she's right now. She's in Africa now. trying to get in touch with her black side. Nice. Right, so we're holding it down for her. Now, shout to Safari, Scaff, Beezy, a.k.a. whatever you want to call him. He called me yesterday. He was like, Envy, I got a new record. He sent me the record. And I was like, wow. I keep telling y'all, I really got a, I got a, I got a sneaky feeling that Safari going to get a hit record. And I said this year. What's it, September? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he still got time. Now, I played this song for Charlemagne, and Charlemagne likes the song. <laughs> I think it's a little bop. I think it's a little bop. I think Safari got a bop. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's play it for the people. It's called Let Me Touch Your Print. Drop on the cool bomb. F.A. Space. Hey, hey. I think the bar got a little bop. Hey. 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 Now this is why I check out. Here you go. Let me touch your print. All right. Let me tell you something. What? Now, as far as a whack rapper, we know this. Why you put it out there? Listen, yeah, listen, listen, whack. Not, he's not whack. I'm not, I would never call Safari whack, but he's not you the best. You just did call him he's whack. He's not the best. But listen, this is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I feel like this is a good record, and I'm going to tell you why it's a good record. Why is it a good record? I can hear it on Insecure Season 4. Okay. Okay. Uh, Safari has his dildo line coming out. That's the promo song for his dildo line. That's true. Right? Isn't the, isn't the line, then you get a million dollars or something, and it's based off his penis? Yes. That's the promo song for it right mm-hmm. there, you know? Mm-hmm. Make a little sexual harassment single, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> sexual harassment single. <laughs> Me too music. My right? goodness. A little Time's Up tune, you know what I mean? Encouraging women to uh, sexually harassment. That's what that sounds like to me. But no, I, th- I guess he's I saying the ladies want to touch it, and he's more than just a... Oh, let me see. That's, is that Safari? Hold on. No. Now, Natina, you live on the radio. Are you calling me because you heard Safari's record? <laughs> she might curse. I don't want her to curse. <laughs> curse. I don't want her to curse. I don't want her to curse. <laughs> My goodness. Women get excited when Safari starts talking about his penis. I don't know. Right. Well, anyway. I like the record. Okay. I'm, I'm sure you do. I heard you singing the record, too. All right. Now, let's talk about uh, Insecure. HBO has renewed Insecure for a fourth season and, and Ballers for a fifth season. All right. See? Insecure season four. Safari. And the name of the song is BDE. So it's perfect. Because I never even heard the term BDE until Issa came up here and spoke about it. That's true. So now you got a song, Issa, to put on Insecure season four. Big Safari. energy. Yes. There okay. you go. All right. Now, also, the first trailer for the Quincy Jones documentary now, this is directed by his daughter. It features uh, Kendrick Lamar, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Barack Obama, and more. Let's play a clip of it. Quincy Jones, boy. I was inspired by combining hip-hop and jazz. And you the, you're the first to do it. Quincy called me. And he said, okay, well, I want to pitch your future to you. You all know the story, right? Quincy Jones discovered me. Don't try to do what he's done, because you get your ass killed. Paramedics operator 36. What is the emergency? Yes, having chest pain and shortness of breath. If you don't feel good, you got to take care of it. I will. I will. Wow. All right. Well, look forward to checking that out. That's going to be on Netflix September 21st. Is it Quincy Jones documentary? Yes. I want to hear Quincy talking. I don't want to hear nobody talking about Quincy. I'm sure he'll be on there as well. Yeah, I want to hear him talking, especially after that interview he gave with who was that? Uh, Vulture earlier this year? Was that Vulture? 
I believe I it was Bojo. Bojo. I want to yeah. hear Quincy talk. Okay. Ain't nobody talking about him. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. And end with some Safari, man. You're not going to start to mix with Safari, new tune? All right. So Safari, th- new Diddy. All right. So this th- new sexual harassment single. This is what we're going to do. We're going to play uh, a piece of Safari. Pause. That Whoa. Just, uh, <laughs> wow. And then we're going to wow. Easy E. Because okay. today is Easy E's birthday. Drop on the clues bonds for the legend Easy E. God damn it, drama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to hit the top of the hour. Then we're going to play uh, Safari. Then we're going to get into the mix. Let me know what you want to hear. Of course, it's Easy es birthday. And I'm going to get some Nas on in the mix, man. I felt Nas's pain earlier. So, all right, let's go. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.